Great news, folks. Michael Zuber, One Rental at a Time. I just want to let you know that we have finally released our second book, 15 Conversations with Real Estate Millionaires. This book was written with you in mind. I wanted to capture 15 unique stories of different investors starting at different stages and doing different things. This book is just that. It's nearly 300 pages of motivation, of confirmation, and reminders that yes, you too can do this thing. Check it out on Amazon, and of course, have a great day. It is Friday, October 29th. Halloween is this weekend. And just for grins, today's activity or interaction with the audience will be, what are you or maybe your kids going to be for Halloween? And if you're not going to do anything this year, what was your favorite Halloween outfit that you dressed up as? Just curious. I want to see what's going on, see if anybody's going to have some fun. Halloween's on a Sunday. That's a weekend. Could be an interesting day to get out and about. Uh, as we get started, the daily financial news, a couple of quick announcements. First and foremost, we must congratulate Jeff and Heather. Congratulations on getting your next deal. Your card will go out probably today, might be tomorrow, but uh, yes, your card will go out. Uh, continuing on a trend, this has been a pretty slow week. I think we are at five of these now. Again, uh, you all have been doing an awesome job. I think our average is more like nine. So if you uh, got a deal closed, got your first or next rental property, let me know about it. I want to mail you a card. I want us to get to 500. I want to give away some money. I want to have some fun. Uh, yes, if you want to know about my puppies, here is Sunny. Sunny is out and about. Happy actually decided to stay downstairs today, so she's actually not in the room. I can't get her, but we got Sunny here having a good time. So thank you for that. Love my puppies. Uh, Sunny is, uh, I think you're 10 weeks old today. Yeah, she's 10 weeks today, so uh, might be 11. Uh, but anyways, so again, slow cards this week. Uh, again, I'm an easy grader. If one rental at a time helped you in any way, please let me know about that. Uh, we still have this autographed book set deal going on. If you would like to get um, these sets combined, it's 50 bucks. It's the same price on Amazon. I actually ordered 100 of these trying to uh, get uh, the book ranked higher. I spent the money. Now I'm just shipping them around the, uh, around the country. But I am curious about something. This book... Again, this book was written for you. I gathered 15 powerful stories of struggle and triumph uh, across lots of different aspects of real estate investing, burr, out of state, uh, flipping, lots of different avenues. And frankly, I don't see the sales in Amazon. Now, I know Amazon has this, uh, It's it's is it called back order? Is that what it's called? But again, shipping dates are not normally uh, Amazon dates. So I'm curious, has anybody ordered the book and not got it yet? I'm just curious. Maybe there's lots of orders and Amazon can't keep up with demand. Uh, I talk about this book on my podcast intro and we're blowing up on my podcast. So maybe lots of people have ordered it and it's not coming or the book's just not of interest. So just curious what's going on out there. Let me know if you've ordered it and it hasn't arrived yet. I want, I want to feel better about spending a year of my life writing that book. And then lastly, I'm going to have to find time tomorrow to do the live stream. Normally, as you know, on this channel, we do a fun live stream at 8 a.m. 
unfortunately, that got replaced this week with Anna Kelly. Normally, Anna and I speak Wednesdays. She had a deal come up, came up, and she would like to continue the trend of speaking weekly. So I'm going to be interviewing Anna tomorrow at 8 a.m. So I will see if I can get in a live stream or we will just move it to the next week. So uh, that is what we got for the day. So as far as earnings go, we got to talk about Amazon, Apple, and Starbucks. First and foremost, let me be very clear, these companies are still making gobs and gobs of money. For example, Amazon uh, made $6.12. That is unbelievable for most companies, although it is certainly lower than the expectation of $8.92. Again, uh, a lot of a stock's worth or price is how is it doing? What is the future earnings potential? Uh, and again, Amazon missed. And more importantly for us, right, because again, we track the consumer and all things consumer like Amazon actually lowered expectations for Q4, both both on revenue, so top line and also on earnings. Amazon is frankly pulling a Tesla. What do I mean by that? Remember, Tesla told us, let's call it a month ago that one of the reasons it's continuing to deliver product is it's no longer shipping parts by boat. It is flying them around the world. That's expensive. That's why Tesla raised prices. Uh, Amazon is essentially telling you we're doing all we can, which means they are spending money eating profit with higher expenses. That is going to go on for a while. In addition, Amazon is telling us about labor issues. They are paying more and not having enough and thus playing overtime and all of that. So again, when you say Amazon and Apple and Starbucks missed, it's not like they lost money. They're still very strong. They're still doing very well. Frankly, large companies, I suspect, will benefit more than small or medium-sized companies. Again, I think the big get bigger and the big get stronger, especially in a supply chain environment. Ask yourself one simple question. You're a parts manufacturer or a widgets manufacturer, and you're producing X amount of widgets. You have two or three orders for those widgets. You only could pick one, right? Because you only got one set. Are you likely to send that set to Apple and Amazon? Or are you going to send it to some mom and pop shop? Without question, you are going to take care of your largest customer, and that will likely be Amazon or Apple in this simple example. So again, I think Amazon, Apple, Starbucks all come out of this just fine, frankly, probably stronger. But they did miss. They did miss. And they did lower expectations. So uh, I think it is more important when you think of Amazon, at least initially, is what does it mean about the consumer? What does it mean about the consumer? That is what this question is about because we are 66 to 68% of our economy. Is the consumer telling you they're tapped out? Next up, Apple. Apple's miss, frankly, of all of them, probably should have been expected. Um, yeah, Apple is, uh, you know, because of chips and things of that nature. Uh, but yes, larger, uh, they had larger supply constraints than expected. I think a little bit of this might have been self-induced. When you go back and look at their Q2 earnings, they were like, pretty much like 
yeah, there's a problem, but no, we're good. I think the problem got worse. And now they are down $6 billion. Uh, Jay Smith. Somebody making fun of me? Oh, well. That's fine. People can make fun of me. Uh, next up, we got X. Oh, actually, let's do Starbucks next. So it looks like Starbucks uh, missed because of China. right? They missed top line. Again, China is something we have to worry about. China's, and again, when I say worry about just because, again, we're a consumer-based economy. And I think China, again, has done some disservice. They're kind of taking a large step backwards. And when I, when I see that Starbucks missed revenue in China, that tells me that the Chinese consumer is in trouble, right? They've, they've just like I said, they uh, no longer have faith. They were holding wealth in real estate, 90 some odd percent of the middle class owned uh, a piece of real estate. And now they feel less wealthy. When you feel less wealthy, you buy less Starbucks coffee. You conserve. And uh, that's exactly what is going on. So um, pretty interesting. Uh, then let's go to Exxon and Chevron. Both beat top and bottom. Uh, record free cash flows. Uh, frankly, in an inflationary environment, if you don't know, oil companies do pretty good. <laughs> they have the ability to raise price. We pay for it at the pump. Uh, and yes, um, you know, Exxon and Chevron are up. Uh, next up, we have uh, Q3 GDP again was weak. Remember 2% yesterday with the PCE of now over, what is it? I have it down here. I think it was four and a half. Yeah. Uh, but again, maybe weak Q3 GDP explains Amazon. Maybe that should have been a tell, right? Uh, Q3 GDP came in at 2%, again, much lower than expected. Another week earnings was Western Digital, Western Digital Disk Drives uh, Storage. Uh, again, they gave weak Q4 guidance, again, based on supply chain. Uh, Janet Yellen's in the news. Uh, she's talking about, hey, if you want to lower inflation, spend another 2 to $3 trillion. That's... Um, that's some very interesting logic. Now, obviously, what she is basically saying is this $3 trillion in more spending is an investment in the future, and investments will pay off eventually. Maybe, maybe, but it, let's at least have a real conversation, Janet, and acknowledge that spending another 2 or $3 trillion right now in this environment will be inflationary, not, not reduce inflation. Your timing is misconstrued and, frankly, not even discussed. Uh, in addition to that, Janet Yellen has now indicated that the billionaire tax is dead. Uh, again, I have no love lost for taxing billionaires, but the idea of creating a new revenue stream for the government scares me. Uh, the fact that, historically speaking, uh, they, uh, they tap into a vein of revenue and they just spend, spend, spend. Uh, so the fact that at least it appears this new tax stream is dead gives me some, some comfort, if you will. Uh, inflation numbers came out today. Again, they are screaming higher. Inflation set another record back to uh, since 1991 uh, at 4.4% for September. Core, which strips out, I never really understood this. Core, it strips out gas and food, oil, you know, oil and food. 
at 3.6, repeating three months in a row of record high 3.6%. A lot of this is because of gas or oil, it made up about 23% of the increase. Uh, still, rent or rent equivalent is underrepresented. I don't know what has to happen to get these numbers to really report what's going on in the rental environment. I saw another report yesterday that pegged rent increase for the year at 8.9%. I posted it on Instagram. Follow me at one rental at a time if you would like. But yeah, right now, rent or rental equivalent is underreported quite significantly. Uh, in, a, in addition to this report about inflation, employment costs are raging higher. Hello, wage inflation. I've been telling you about this for the last six months. It is only going to get worse. Wage inflation is not like lumber. Right? Remember when lumber was the issue when it went up 300 or 500%? Wage inflation is going to be sticky. right? It's not going to crash 50%. Once you give somebody a raise, you're not taking it back. Generally speaking, it's very sticky or inelastic. Um, but yes, um, but employment costs are up a whopping 1.3%. That that's a lot because those are month-to-month numbers. right? So you... you um, if you'd like, you could times that by 12 and you get a you get a pretty big number. Personal income declined by 1%. And then finally, the savings rate. The savings rate. People have had a, a, are a wash in cash. Uh, the savings rate went down from 9.2 to 7.5%. That's a whopping $1.34 trillion. This is all very interesting. Remember on Tuesday, we talked about the consumer. They, uh, they felt good. Wages are up, jobs are plentiful, taking a vacation, buying expensive things like cars and houses. Now we see the savings rate down. They are, generally speaking, again, just like we talked about China, China consumer is fearful, so they're conserving. They're not buying lattes. In the U.S., generally speaking, the consumer is feeling okay, as they should. Wages up, jobs plentiful. It's a very interesting time. It looks like more and more uh, bond traders expect the Fed to raise rates next year. And again, I've been telling you that for a year now. Uh, um, it is now more bond traders expect three rate increases next year. And as I shared about eight weeks ago, one of my greatest fears is the Fed gets aggressive at the exact wrong time. That they start raising rates because of inflation into the teeth of a recession. That is still a big scare of mine. And then lastly, for those of you that think yield inversion is a telltale sign of a future recession, we had our first yield inversion. It is not the 2 and 10 or the 5 and 30 that is most often talked about, but yield inversion is yield inversion. That is where a shorter duration has a higher interest rate than a long duration. This first yield inversion happened at the when you take the 20 year and compare it to the 30 year. Now, this is not a normal yield inversion. The 20 year actually is a relatively new issuance. Uh, but still, generally speaking, when you are looking to borrow money, rates should be higher the farther out on the yield curve. And as of this morning, the 20 year is higher than the 30 year. That is not normal. That is perhaps a sign of what to become. If we ever get to a yield inversion of 2 and 10, that's a pretty decent indicator of a slowing economy or perhaps in this environment, 
uh, a Fed that is getting aggressive on the short end. So a lot of stuff going on, folks. Again, probably not too concerned that Apple, Starbucks, and Amazon missed. They still made a gargantuan amount of money. The bigger question for all of us is what does it tell us about the consumer? What does it tell us about our economy? And what does it tell us about the world? Those are the questions that I ask myself, uh, and that's where I'm at this morning. So have a wonderful day. Uh, for those of you out there that are telling me that there's another channel that's teasing me or making fun of me or talking down on me, thank you for that, I guess. Uh, I appreciate it. Uh, I, don't, uh, I don't worry about stuff like that. I've been called some pretty horrible names in my career, so uh, that's all right. So thank you for that, though. Have a wonderful day. Thank you for looking out. Thank you for being a part of this channel. Uh, we have lots of interviews scheduled. I think I'm going straight from like 8 to noon today. Uh, so hopefully you enjoy the content that is produced because it is all for you. Take care. Bye-bye.